Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The campaign is Two-Headed Serpent. It was written by Paul Fricker, Scott Dorward, Matthew Sanderson, and edited by Mike Mason. It's available at the Chaosium website. Our game master is Matthew Sanderson, and this is episode nine. Now for the recap. You're listening to WITV Radio.
So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Matthew? All right, thank you very much, Tom. So, as we left it, Connor had spotted this row of graves, but somewhat sunken into the ground, while the rest of you were uh, currently back up towards the, you know, the middle of the horseshoe of Hutt, um, talking to the, uh, the site director. So, what do people want to do? Well, uh, I, I, I know you want to get out of here pretty quick, but we gotta we gotta do something to help these people if we can. I gotta set up this uh, this machine here, so we can analyze some of the samples, see what we can come up with, see if there's some kind of poison or, or disease involved, and uh, and I say to the others, to our people, take care of our little problem. Uh, was it Sheriff just gonna take care of that so we could investigate? Yeah, Shapiro is going to take uh, pretty much take oh, that's right. that's over right. the viral analyzer. Uh, he, right. can, he can happily get that out of the truck with um, with the help of some of the others here. All right. Uh, Clements, if he's in earshot while you while you're discussing, obviously not your problem, um, will say in relatively uh, quiet, so the rest of the uh, the rest of the team don't hear it. Uh, will lean into yourself and saying, "Take as as I said." Pretty much all of our medical staff here are dead. They're buried out back. Um, we've got five guys left in the medical hut. And to be honest, I don't think they're going to last the night. So as, as, much as, I, uh, as much as I like everyone here and that we're all members of the company, um, we, we've got to get out of here sooner rather than later. And if, if we're not in the medical tent now, then... It's only a matter of time before we catch whatever this thing is. We'd better get out of here as soon as. So if anything that we can do to facilitate you getting us out of here quicker, just let us know. Well, well see, there's, there's a little bit of a, of a problem with one of the things that you said. You said that the rest of the medical staff was buried there. But they, well, you said they were buried. Well, yeah, they are buried out back. But we, uh, we have a rush go, job. Go take a look at those graves again. I think... Um, Somebody's dug them up. Both eyebrows raised. What? No, no, no one's stupid enough to desecrate the grave or point. For, why the hell would they want to do that? I don't know. You think they dug them up? Yeah, look, I'll, I'll go and show everybody the. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's take a look. The, the depressions that. Yeah. Right. He, goes, he goes to have a look over there, along with the rest of them. You can you can see that he is blatantly uh, he is genuinely surprised. This, this, this is the sort of thing you see when years and years have gone by, and the and the coffin collapses, you know, and it it suddenly sinks in because there's an air void in there. It looks like either the the coffin collapsed, all of them, or somebody did. He he turns to you and just shaking his head and just says, "We didn't have time to build coffins; they were just wrapped in sheets." They were just wrapped in sheets, so where did the depression come from? Are, are there caves under here? Um, there are under the under the area, but not under here as far as I was aware. Uh, it's, you have to go further up the mountain before you get entrances to some of the cave networks. Why would the graves cave in like that if there wasn't an air void for it to fill? 
the ground, maybe the ground is soft here and they're just sinking deeper and that doesn't make any sense. The ground of that depth, how deep did you bury him? Uh, four or five foot. Yeah, the ground would be quite impacted down there. It was, it was quite solid. Yeah. And were these people that were buried here among the first people in the area to catch the disease? Uh, yeah, they, 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 yeah, they would have been amongst the first wave, yeah. Is the surface dirt disturbed or is it packed down the way they would have with the... It is patted down, so it does imply that it has just some, as you'll per your original theory, if it had been a coffin down there, that would explain it. No one has dug down from the surface down, apart from obviously when they were first interred. Okay, that's just so freaky, it freaks me out totally. Well, hold on, is there a stick? Let me look for a stick. I need a stick. There's Remember, a stick right uh, over here. Uh, yeah, the uh, ground's just packed down. It's so, so easy to do, but try. They're four feet, five feet down. Maybe they are. Or maybe that there's just this shell of dirt on the top now because the bottom has fallen through. If it fell through to the caves and just the top happened to be hard enough to hold itself up. So I want to go over, I just want to poke the middle of one of the graves with the stick as far down as I can kind of. Okay. Yeah, you, you give it a good enough poke. Um, probably a stick will get you probably a baby about a foot down or so. Um, which point Clements heads away and comes back a little while later with a long uh, shaft and um, like a metal rod and says this would probably be better for getting down deeper. Okay. Which, okay. if you poke with that, you can get about four foot down and then you hit the solid earth at the bottom of the, um, the original pit. There's no empty hole down there that you can feel. Ooh. There's also, if you poke straight through, straight through the middle of one of the rectangular depressions, you don't come back up with any blood or any other fluid that would imply you've poked through a body. Ah. Are you sure you buried them here? Feels smooth. Oh, he, he just shakes his head again. Is it positive? Uh, I, I mean, I, I can dig. We can dig one up and find out what the hell's happened. We don't have time for that. Yeah, I'm not sure that we have the time to worry about that. It's I, curiosity, but um, maybe we could bury our problem and it would disappear. <laughs> um. Johnny, if we bury that thing five feet underground, it ain't going to make any difference. It's going to blow the whole island up. Or blow. We need to drop it a thousand feet down somewhere. We're going to need a backpack and somebody strong enough to carry that thing because we're not going to have time to run back to the truck and get it. So now, where, where was your exp excavation happening? I'll ask the, uh, the Richard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he nods. Um, we've been sending out teams all across the area in a uh, in a search pattern, uh, roughly comprising one to two miles at the moment. We, we were gradually going to spiral outwards, but generally heading further up the mountain. Um, we have found copper deposits. We were just looking for a bigger um, a bigger stream to try and um, try and find a kind of X marks the spot where the biggest uh, stream would be. Do you, do you um, have the survey information? Yeah, I mean, it's all, all back in the hut. And you've charted out, you've made a nice map. 
of where each vein was running out or yeah yeah at least right. at least where we found deposits all right so what do we got to do here we got to find it we got to do two things but we got to do one thing i can think of is find a place to stash this this Prob fish the problem the problem this fish yeah ah yeah stink fish um i can work on that if you want i mean i don't know it's, it's, who wants to help me? Who wants to find this? Look, we'll, we'll okay. go. I think I think we should do two things before we we do that odd. Um, if perhaps we some of you go down with Shapiro so he can get his little device to help. Well, I wanted to Those do that, but he seemed to think that I should be up here with you guys. Well, look, because I know Johnny seemed interested, and you seemed interested in going down to that other place. I'll. Wait here for you guys to go take the little device down there and come back, and then we go check out the survey site. In the meantime, I might help my good friend Richard here, and we'll we'll do a bit of digging. So that way we're not wasting all our time. Okay. I kind of want to see how that damn machine works anyway. But, yeah, so um, if you, if you want to head down to the village with Shapiro, see what you can find there. All right. We can take a look at the survey maps. We could do a bit of digging. That's and uh, this guy here with us is uh, Captain Lancaster? Uh, Richard Clements. Uh, oh, Lancaster Rich back down at the airstrip on the other side of the quarantine. Okay. Safe side of the quarantine uh, border. You know, Connor, and I lean over to Connor's ear and I'm like, Connor, please don't shoot him. And I'll lean back to Odd and I'll say, no promises. Uh, if we don't get rid of this thing, it's not going to make any difference anyway. All right, let's go. Okay, so that's odd. And who else is heading off to the uh, the little shanty town? And Johnny as well. Um, I think I'm going to go in case I need a translator. Okay. Yeah. So the three of you, and then it's just Connor left with Clements, who orders a couple of the other um, guys to start digging up. Um, he picks a couple of the graves that have been uh, depressed, and so yeah, digging digging these two up to see if it's a common problem in more than one. Right, so getting back in the truck, um, you've got Aberdeen who's still in the driver's seat, still pretty terrified of Connor, and he's actually seem a bit more relaxed now that uh, Connor is not getting back in the truck. Um, we'll quite happily turn it around and then head back towards uh, the fork. And the fork of the road turns to what is now your left and heads back up the mountain. And you come to, after about 10, 15 minutes, come to what looks to be a large tobacco plantation. Mm. There's a nice uh, white wood house that's slightly up, against, um, slightly up against the mountainside. And then long fields of tobacco, which have, um, go back down the slopes where it is now most of the tobacco is uh, being, has been trampled over and there is a shanty town um, from a, a tent that has sprung up here looking around though it is a sorry sight uh, there are probably the best part of 200 people here uh, most of them locals in fairly dirty ragged clothes they have seem to be they haven't had access to um, much clean water for um, for at least probably about a week now. And a lot of the tents do seem ominously empty. 
Um, some of them, they have the flaps open at the front. And you can see there are people's possessions and bedding still inside. Um, some of them uh, with flies swirling around them. But yeah, there's, and evidently a lot of people here have passed and just their possessions are left. There's a man who greets you as you as you pull up, and he comes out of the front of the plantation house dressed in a slightly dirty suit, but not, nothing particularly too egregious. Um, wide brim hat comes um, comes over towards you. Looks like he's in his maybe late forties, early fifties. Um, manages half a smile and holds up a hand. Hello, uh, who might you be? Um, he starts off, starts off talk, talking in Milan. <clears throat> I tell him we're here with the relief team to figure out what's going on. The relief team? Oh, so you're, you're not here to clear everyone off my land? Um, explain. Oh, I'm, I'm Kazim. I'm the, uh, the owner uh, here. This is my plantation. And ever since this quarantine or cordon has been set up, um, I've had most of the locals from the, surround, uh, from the surrounding farms and area decide to camp out on my, on my front lawn, as it were, and all over my crops while they've been protesting against the, uh, the survey team for back up the road. Um, I was hoping that some of the authorities would finally have listened to my calls and decided to get these, get these people out of here so I can get back to business. Well, I relay the information to the team and I ask, what, what should I respond? But, well, um, tell the guy, does he understand that there's a disease? We're, we're here. Tell him that if we, if we manage to stop the disease, then they'll get off of his land. But and we need whatever, them all in one. Whatever, yeah. Okay, so you, you relay that. Yeah. Okay, he, he looks kind of a little bit frustrated says, oh, fine, I guess. Uh, the so sooner this is all over, the better. I mean, no Gerhard, ask him how well he knows this area, and if he knows of a long place we could get rid of that fish. I think we need to get rid of the fish in a precise location, but yeah, we'll ask. I don't bring up to getting rid of the fish. No, I just, just, no, 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 just tell him we'll yeah, we're looking for caves or something. Um, he can pretty much echo what you've heard from Clemens to say that there are cave entrances, but they're further up the mountain. Um, he does point in a rough direction that would correspond with about northeast of where you are. Yeah. Gerhard, look, look, he doesn't look like he's very worried about getting this disease, even though there's people all over the place with the disease. Uh, he doesn't even know the, the substance of the whole situation. He's more worried about his plants. I can get the people off his land if we want to. Uh, if we want to do that. Yeah, but then they're going to go up to the camp where we're checking everybody. We don't need people swarming that. We need to put contaminated on one side and clean on the other. If everybody's well, swarming, it's going to mix. Well, and I don't think this asshole needs to be moving sick people off his land because he's a dick and he just wants his own fucking tobacco. None of this is going to matter if he gets sick. I would think he'd want to help us help cure this, this disease. Or he's dead too. 
we need to figure out the the source and and plant the seed. Yeah, well, tell them we'll do what we can, but it's going to be a while. Uh, we'll, we'll get on that after we. I, I tell them we're going to get to that as soon as we figure out where the source of the, this uh, plague has come from. He he shrugs and just uh, puts up both his hands like that. Says that this is obviously the, the spirit of the mountain has got enraged by those well, outsiders further up the road that decided to blast holes and bring that they brought even down the side of a cliff a few um, about a week or so ago. When did the plague start? Uh, about about that time, about corresponding a few a few days before the first deaths. Can you tell us exactly where they brought this mountain down? Well, the civic guy can tell us that. Yeah, it's he, and he gestures roughly to about the same kind of direction that he did previously up towards the northeast. Yeah, I heard that a, a few of their they they lost a few people in the in an explosion. They they were blasting to to open up a rock face. Something went wrong. Um, a few of them died in the collapsing rockfall, and then few days after that's when the first the first death started occurring here right uh guys i think we need to get back up to that mountain i i think you're probably right we need to go see what the survey team did um all right johnny any um, other questions for him before we i still i, I i'm starting to recognize that phrase because a number of people have said it now this this guy to the mountain can you tell us anything more about that? Again, he, he shrugs partially. Everything in existence has a spirit. And the spirit of the mountain is like the spirit of the air, the spirit of the wind, the sea, and the stars. But man has angered it, and it takes its, out its revenge on us. Um, I mean, it, it blessed, first of all, it blessed us with a wonderful bounty of amazing fruit. Then it withered and died on the, on the vine and hanging from, um, hanging from the trees. And now it's brought this curse alongside all the rotting fruit. We thought it was a disease spread from the, spread from the decay. So the, the plants all started dying after the survey team blew up the mountain. Yeah, first of all, we had a tremendous bounty. And then the next day, what had come was taken away as quick as it had been given. I'll tell you what, uh, uh, what's your name is, sir? Uh, Kazim. Um, he extends a hand. Fazin? Kazim. Kazim. Uh, and I, I'm like, I, uh, we're, not, we're not touching anybody right now because of the disease, but uh, we're going to do what we can. Definitely look into it. Now, not as translated, just to the group. Maybe when they were blowing up part of that mountain, they uncovered some radioactive material, some sort of sickness that was trapped in the cave structure for a hundred years. Oh, well, yeah, a germ, a germ. Germ, exactly. Fungus. Maybe bats. Yeah. You know, bats with the disease. Yeah, that sounds really possible. We got to be careful, but quite frankly, uh, Let's see, I'll try a, a pig Latin. Iwe ahe ihe to look into the lizard people, eh? <laughs> Who might be what they uncovered, eh? Yeah. 
Um, he Kazim does the launch backing in Malay. Um, if you want to set up any any equipment you might have here, um, he gestures back down the field that slopes down the mountainside. Um, at the end of the field, you can see a row of white tents. Um, that's the, the clearest area for you. Let's do that. Thank you. Thank you for your cooperation, Bill. What, what are the chances we could set up in his house? I mean, not to be forward, Gerhard, but I mean, it is kind of nice equipment. We wouldn't want to get dirty. Would you want and, somebody and, to start a disease clinic in your living room? We're not going to bring other people in. I'm not saying we use his toothbrush or share his pajamas. I'm just saying that we use his hard floor and secure walls. <laughs> Um, you, one of you can give whoever's uh, wording the argument and then presumably putting it through Gerhard um, can give me either a charm persuade or fast talk roll. Oh, that might be just what I do. <laughs> um, Other than make me almost spit out my coffee. <laughs> 27 on 60 charm. Okay. Yeah. In which case, he, he ums and ahs a bit for a while and got to breeze through his teeth. And eventually says to Gerhard, I suppose you could, you could use one of the front rooms. Uh, I'm, I'm a little bit particular about letting, letting people in my place, but I like to keep the place clean, which is why I've had to force these, these reprobates outside. But I suppose if you're, uh, you're going to uh, help clean up this situation, then I can, I can give you one of the rooms inside. Yeah, let is him know. We'll get the, we'll get the old... Uh festival off his front yard as soon as we as soon as we get this taken care of yeah so he's not happy and keep it clean right time's wasting boys yeah tick tock right and again as with because of the size of this thing um, he can get some of his farm uh, or his plantation hands uh, to help you get the viral analyzer inside and then start setting up all right back at the digs uh, back at the uh, the digs uh, the dig camp after having got two of these graves opened, it becomes very clear what has happened in both instances. When they get down to about three foot, they start to uncover that there's an opening that something has borrowed through the ground at about three to, the three to four foot depth, coming from the direction of the chain link fence, and then the bodies are just not there anymore. But there's not there's nothing that's been left behind. But these these holes, which are roughly about, you could just about crawl through them um, with your with your size and stature. But yeah, they they both of these tunnels look as though they've dug into where the bodies are and then gone. Uh, Clements is looking down at the holes and. He even takes his hat off and just looks down with a mixture of horror and just surprise. Turns to you and says, what the hell is going on here? I wish I could tell you. I mean, either some large animal has burrowed under here and taken them or they've decided to dig their way out. That's one hell of a mole if it's dug, it, dug in there. I mean, what, what the hell happened to the bodies? Well, I would assume some things drag them off. Can I make a track roll to see if there's any indication of like a body being dragged back through the hole or 
Um, I bet if you if that's your intention, your the, the, the hypothesis you've got in your mind, yeah, it does look as though something dragged the bodies out. Uh, look here, it looks like uh, yeah, this is definitely signs of a uh, of a body being dragged through this kind of softer earth here. Uh, something's taken them. You're saying we've got the local body snatchers? Uh. I want to say bodies. I mean, I don't know about what human body snatchers, you know, would uh, tunnel like this. I wonder how far these tunnels go back past the fence. Well, they look like they're big enough that you could potentially get in there and kind of dig your way through one or crawl your way through one. But getting yeah. down into the hole and just shining a light through them, it's... You can see it goes off for at least six to ten feet, but then at that point it just keeps on going. And how far are we, are we away from the fence? Six to ten feet would put you under the fence, but then if you get up and have a look there, you can't see anything. There's, there's undergrowth and trees on the far side, so presumably it goes further, but then whether it does come up or whether it goes down further, you, you don't know. Well, as much as I love crawling in holes after disease-ridden corpses that have been snatched by an unknown entity, I, I really don't actually like like doing that. Um... Yeah, Clep comes to nod at that and kind of, he kind of mutters under his breath, I see your point. Um, however, none of the tunnels connect, do they? Uh, they... One of them goes off at one angle, another one goes off at another angle. They, they could meet up, potentially. Hmm. Let's try digging near the fence. Mm -hmm. Try to see if they meet up. Okay. Extrapolating where they go, uh, where they would meet uh, after probably half an hour or so of digging down um, between about three or four of you, you do find the tunnels where they intersect and yet there's, there is, seems to be one single tunnel that has come in under the fence and then has branched off in all directions to go to each of the graves. And there's evidently sign of the corpses having been pulled through here. There's scraps of cloth in there. Uh, there's dried blood where they've been uh, caught on some root structures under here as well. And yeah, there's definitely traffic and a lot of it having gone through this. This is peculiar. Hmm. I wonder if it would be worth um, a little bit of bait. What do you think, uh, Richard? Uh, eight? He could raise his eyebrow. What, what do you mean by eight? Well, what I mean by bait is if we somehow wire some kind of explosive trap down here and we bury the uh, recently deceased guard that almost puked all over me, maybe whoever took these bodies will come back through and we can get them. Okay, nods. Okay, um, not live bait. That's always that's always a good thing. Um, well, we've got a freshly open grave here, and we do have 
someone we can fill it with. So, yeah, he, he nods in agreement. Yep, so we'll, we'll booby trap a grave. Okay. <laughs> Waiting for uh, the rest of the team to return. <laughs> uh, do you want to give me a luck roll? Oh, six. Okay. Um, as you are wrapping, or not you perhaps, as the uh, the workers are wrapping the uh, the body up and then lowering it into the hole, along with uh, just describe what kind of uh, explosive trap you are setting, so how how it's going to go off. So if in the cloth of the bodies we have like grenade pins, but we secure the grenades, if that makes sense, so the body starts getting dragged, then gotcha. Uh, the one thing they will not have is they don't have grenades. Um, however, they are part of the survey team. They do have dynamite, they have blasting caps, and they have other explosives that can be rigged up to do the same thing. Okay, that, that would be the idea. If this body starts moving. So when it, when it moves, bang. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right, in which case then, as you are... You've lowered it into the uh, lowered it into the hole and start covering it over. Uh, the stench of death coming up from the hole does seem to radiate outward and maybe carries on the wind to something somewhere that starts sniffing and thinks dinner. Right back at the uh, back at the plantation, you have uh, a nice room set up. Um, this was you think probably a reception room. Uh, before most of the equipment, uh, most of the furniture's been cleared out of here. Um, there's still a nice fireplace. There's some paintings on the walls, lo local water, uh, local um, landscapes in oil canvas. It looks a nice refined area. You've got the viral analyzer set up underneath the large um, crystal chandelier. Um, Shapiro um, looks at it once it's out of the crate, gives it a good once over and says, I think everything's fine here. This didn't look, this doesn't look as though it's got damaged much in the, or if any, in the, um, the incident with the plane. Um, I'll need to go down to the, well, hopefully not infected. Um, he turns to Kazim and then thinks about starting to speak and then turns back to Gerhard. Um, can you ask him if there's any, anyone who's died that we can take some, or anyone that he knows is sick, that we can take some samples from, because we're going to need a, we're going to need someone who's got it, so we know what what we're testing for. And I relay that information. Yeah, in which case he he turns back and says, "Well, the, yeah, those um, tents at the back of the far end of the uh, the field, that's where most of the uh, the dead or the dying were, have been taken before they get thrown into a mass grave at the back of the field." The white ones that he was going to yeah. make us set our shit up in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thanks. Well, we got protective gear, but yeah, what a dick. We should have him carry the bomb up to the top of the mountain. <laughs> Just stay there with it for a while. Well, it'll keep him safe. <laughs> um, in which case, Shapiro then says, "Once that's right, yeah, we'll, we'll need to go down there and get some get some samples." Let's go down with Shapiro for the initial check out of the tent. All right. Uh, I'm going to stay here and uh, make sure everything's working on this machine. And uh, I'm going to do some samples of the dirt outside and the water, the water supply, make sure this disease isn't in that. 
because we don't know how it's transmitted yet, except maybe, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, you guys go take care of that and I'll do this. If you're looking outside, as you mentioned, water supply, um, you can see that about halfway down the field on one side um, before it becomes the tree line, you can see there is a well. Oh, well. Okay. So that's probably where the main water is. Probably the first thing I'll do is I'll get some water from the well, test it. Okay. Um, if you're heading that way then and the others presumably then going down to the bottom of the field to where it's yeah. towards the row of white tents, um, Odd can give me a luck roll. Uh, I got a 50, which is a pass. Okay. Yeah, as you bring the, um, there's a water pail, say that's on a uh, rope, that as it comes back up as you uh, wind the wheel and it finally gets to the top, um, yeah, you can see something floating in the, uh, in the bucket. What the hell is that? Yeah, it looks like a, a sir, uh, not a syringe, um, a test tube. To that, the hell? A test tube. Yeah. Uh, the top, the stopper's definitely been taken off. Um, it, the stopper's gone, but you can see in in the test tube there's a very faint, uh, viscous blob at the bottom that of a vaguely mm. yellow colour. Oh, I'll put that into a whatever I brought to take samples. Probably got some baggies or, or water as well, any scum or stuff like that on the sides. And I'll head back up to the house. Okay. Right, so Gerhard and Johnny, as you're heading further down the uh, further down the slopes, the further you get, or the closer you get to the bottom of the field, the more the stench of death and decay and disease hovers in the air. Uh, there are swarms of flies over here, and some scenes that are repugnant to say the least. Um, you pass by one tent, um, in particular where you hear moaning coming from, uh, coming from inside, and you can see on a stretcher or a very low cot bed, um, there's a man lying there in pretty much less, almost just a loincloth, um, his skin covered in sweat. But as he, as he turns his head towards you as he hears movement outside the tent, you can see there are patches of his skin that you thought for a second it's just maybe they're large blisters or sores. Then realize that they're just sections of his skin which had gone. And you can see the exposed yellowing bones underneath. As he turns his head, you can see half of his face just slides away, revealing his jaw and revealing the interior of his mouth and teeth. And he just slops to the floor with this sickening thud and stench rises out of the tent and um, you can see from other tents around here there are more figures um, lying on beds uh, that have the same view boys that these large boils underneath the um, underneath the arms between the um, between the legs and around the neck um, that seem almost to grow as you look at them and Weirder still, there are some figures which are just shambling between the tents, their eyes vacant, covered in sweat and pus from from open sores, and just this drool coming from their mouth. They almost look like like zombies, the, walk, the Walking Dead. Um, you can give me a sand check for passing through this. Uh, you know, quite a 
Now, would my hardened cover me on this? Uh, it's human horror. Um, yeah, I'm going to say yes, because it is ultimately it is people at the core of what's happening here. So, yeah, it might be sickening, but it's not going to it's not going to blast your sank. I got a 17, so I passed. Okay, yeah, it's it's not sanity dam uh, sanity damaging, but for you, anyone with pass roll. It's just nasty. Yeah. Uh, Johnny, um, yeah. this it's this isn't good. I think I, I think the uh, the little surprise is actually very well needed. Well, this well, can't get off the island. No, no, I agree. I agree. You know, I have a. Uh, if if we can find a way to protect us. I brought my flute. If there happens to be a uh, one of those creatures, I'm sure it would come through and eat all this stuff up. Oh wow! Keep that on I'm the like, back burner, like, like a janitor, uh, like a like a like a janitor service, just and wah, 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 wah. Never thought I'd say I'd like to see one of those creatures again, but. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, we'd either have to kill it or, you know, once it's done, we'd have to get rid of it, but it would probably clean all this stuff up pretty nice yeah. if there's one around. Sh Shapiro, grab grab a sample. We need to get to the top of that mountain. Uh, uh, he, he is, uh, again, he's his usual sweaty self. Um, he's trembling as he goes towards one of the, uh, one of the back tents. Um, you can see off to one side, there's a small boy um, that's probably no more than 10 or 11 at most, uh, that's just sat on what looks to be a small, um, I can't remember what they call them now, a barrel, that's it, uh, sat on a small barrel. And he has the look on him of a soldier that's been through battle. He has a thousand yard stare where he's just staring through the, um, the mass of tents and the dead in front of him. Um, and over his shoulder, you can see this slight raise in the earth, which is then the lip of a mass grave, which is just covered from, along the floor with these um, corpses wrapped in white, uh, white linen. What do you and, make of him? I don't know. I wonder if he speaks our language. Well, he oh. probably speaks your language. You speak all of them. Should we let's, try uh, yeah, yeah. The other, you know, the kid. Does he? It, now, does this trying to see him? I, I don't see any flesh peeling off the kid. No, he, he looks well. He looks healthy, inverted commas. But mm -hmm. yeah, he's definitely traumatized. But he's not. Uh, he doesn't look sick. Yeah, let's go talk to him. Yeah. Hey, son, are you okay? I mean. It takes him a couple of seconds before he finally looks up at you, and even then it's almost he just looks through you. And then finally focuses on you and shakes his head. Uh, yeah? What'd you, you see down here? Shakes his head. They've, they've all gone. My mother, my father, my, my sisters, they're all just turns and looks at the pit and then turns back to look at you. 
So you're on your own, huh? Not. And I've been trying to help the uh, the sick inside, uh, bringing them water from the well, uh, trying to uh, trying to cool them down for those those that have got fevers. It's, well, listen, what's what's your name? Uh, Muda. Ruda? Muda. Muda. Muda, you see that man right there? And I point to Shapiro. I said, he's here to help. We're, we're all here to help. If you want to make a difference and hopefully save the rest of this island, assist him in anything he asks for. And I promise you, I'll try and do my best to help you out when, when this is all over. He nods. I'll, I'll do what I can to help. Muda, you from around here? Yeah, yes, yes, sir. I bet you played a lot in these uh, in these hills and these mountains, huh? Yeah, he, he nods. Yeah, lots, lots. I spent many hours playing in, playing in the forest. Now, I heard that there were some really neat caves and tunnels and all kinds of cool things up in these. Is that true? Is there some pretty neat places to explore? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they've, it's, they've, got, they've got weirder in the last... Mm -hmm in the last few days, but they're, they're up there and you, you get any points in the roughly northeasterly direction beyond the plantation house. Now, if ever we needed your help to maybe show us where some of these were, would you be interested in helping us out? He looks that way and then shudders and looks back to yourself and says, if, if, you, can, if you can protect me from the devil, I will, I, will take you, I will take you up there. You want to see something cool? He both cocks his head to one side. And I take my glove off and I show him that I'm part snake. Um, he actually flips out at that point. Um, he just points uh, points at you and starts screaming in Malay, devil, devil, you poison the well, you're the devil. Ah, I put my glove back on. Don't worry, that was fake. That was all a trick. Magic. Mag magic? It's like yeah. magic, yeah. No, I just, <laughs> Gerhardt. That was yeah. my bad. Sorry. He has stolen a little piece of the devil's power to use against him. That's how. That's how we will keep you safe. Hey, do you, do you want to give me a persuade roll on that <laughs> or fast talk? <laughs> uh, let me see what I have here. Oh, fifty-five on persuade. All right. <laughs> Fifty-four. Oh, <laughs> In which case, yeah, you, you calm him down, but he's he's kind of babbling a little bit, saying that yeah, you Man, snake that walked like man. He, he, he poisoned his venom in the well, and then everyone started. Everyone started getting sick. I told my parents they wouldn't believe me, and then they died, and then my sisters died. And... Did you see them? I believe you. I know who you're. I know what you're talking about. He just, he just nods frantically and points back over to the well. I, I reach in, and I always have like a little bit of candy or chocolate or something, and I hand it to him. Okay, yeah, he'll take it. Yeah. So. I'm not gonna give him a cigarette. <laughs> well, I would. He's but... me on. Um, yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, you heard what he said. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I was just. I wanted to get covered back up. I didn't want to keep him freaking out. So. But. Uh, you think he could? You think you could point us? Uh, if you saw this guy again, this serpent devil. What did he? Uh, did he have white hair? And no hat. Delicious no snake that walked. Oh. So it wasn't like a man, it was a snake walker. Snake with arms and legs. 
Yeah, just like in in the stories, Gerhard. You know, just like in the stories. Well, this is in English, so he's not. He speaks English. He speaks English or Malay. He speaks. He speaks initially in Malay, but you can get that maybe he is understanding a few okay. words here and there. Bear in mind, this is an English colony, so right, right, a lot right. of people here will have some grasp of the language. Regardless, he knows what we're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> so I'll keep that in mind. Well, he knows they exist. It's, it doesn't matter at this point. All right. Yeah. You want to get? Right. Let's grab him. Uh, sorry, Shapiro. I was going to get you assistant, but I think he's going to be needed elsewhere. Yeah, we got to take him with us. Shapiro, get what you need. I don't want you down here by this tent anymore, unless you're accompanied by people. You obviously see what's walking around here. Yeah, I mean, no, no problem. I'll get what I need, and then I'll get back up to that. At that point, mid-sentence, there is a boom off in the distance. Oh, shit, the bomb went off. No, no. <laughs> not that, not that big a boom. <laughs> oh. uh, I couldn't hear that boom. <laughs> how, how far away? You probably think roughly back in the direction of the survey team uh, site, because Collar's trap goes off with his successful luck roll. Oh. Um, you hear, uh, you see a plume of dirt rise up into the air, corresponding with the uh, the site where you've just put the the body into the ground. Well, this is maybe say. 15, 20 minutes later. But yes, yeah, work fast. Yeah, uh, there's the team descend on the grave and start digging. Uh, uh, give me another luck roll to see if they are able to dig whatever is down there up before, well, see A, if it's alive or not first. Uh, nope, failed the luck roll. Okay. Um, they dig down. Uh, as they are digging, you can uh, they can see that the ground is just again lowering back, and when they get to the bottom, they find this half exploded corpse. But then there's just the sound of scurrying, going back up one of the tunnels. Whatever is what was down there has now retreated. Uh, however, what as the it, hell? <laughs> as it's retreating, though, you can give me a listen, though. Uh, 42 is a pass. Okay. Um, you hear from about another 10 foot on the other side of the chain link fence. So this is out in um, out into the woods beyond the tree line. Um, you hear something rustling against the undergrowth. Um, and then you swear you hear this, this sound that it's almost like an, a, an injured or whimpering animal calling. But not like a howl or a whine, but almost in the structure of, uh, as if it was trying to uh, vocalize words. Okay, can I hop the fence? Um, you can you can always scramble over and tumble over the other side. Yeah, um, this this sound almost sounds like meeping. Yeah, so I'm I'm going I'm chasing after the sound. Okay, uh, this will be an opposed dex roll then to see if you are able to. Uh, 42 is a pass. Okay. Uh, oh, what type of pass? A uh, regular. Okay. I think that you have it then. Ooh. Yes, because this thing is not currently in, a, in the state that it's in. It is not going to be able to move quick enough. 
So yeah, as you scramble over the fence and then jump down the other side, um, and run in the direction where the sound is coming from, this thing is making a fair bit of noise as it's uh, scurrying through the undergrowth. And as you get close enough, you can start to see there is this humanoid shape ahead of you, hunched over, but very hairy and seems to have long, long arms, which end in claws. And depending on its feet, it looks like it's got hoofs. Uh, can you give me a sound check, please? A 58 is a pass. Okay, zero then. So it's, it's odd, but not sanity blasting. Yeah, you catch... As it looks over its shoulder, you can see this almost dog-like snout and this row of sharp teeth um, as it looks, looks at you with this one scowling eye and just tries to get, um, tries to get away from you, but you are, you are catching it up. All right, I'm going to shoot it. Okay, give me a, give me a roll. Uh, 49 is a pass. Okay, roll damage. Uh, seven. Ooh, okay. That'll be a quite palpable hit. Don't kill it, don't kill it, don't kill it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it will have to make a roll to stay up, though, because that is going to be quite, quite painful for it. So it rolls. Hey, my dice are back to being normal. That's a 90. Um, in which case, you catch it pretty much square in the back, and this thing falls straight face first into the dirt. Uh, you can see that its breathing is laboured, but you can see part of it is, uh, it's evidently been caught by the blast, that half of its front of its face has almost been blown off. And that it's got a bullet hole the size of your fist in its back, and it's still somehow this thing is alive. What the heck? Is it going to struggle as I try to drag it back towards the camp? Oh, it's out cold. They say it, it failed its con check, so it is currently unconscious. Okay, I'm bringing it back. Okay, yeah, this, this thing smells of wet dog all the way. And yeah, you drag it back through the undergrowth. As I walk back grumbling about, what the hell, freaking damn yeah, dog. Um, is, by the, uh, is by the chain link fence, you come back along with a, uh, about a handful of the rest of his guys. And there's cries of, Jesus Christ, what the fuck is that thing? As you, start bringing, as you start bringing it into view. I don't know what the hell it is. On that note, and back to the, uh, the plantation, that you have heard this blast off in the distance. What the fuck is that? I think we all know what that is. Hope Connor's not shooting the damn place up. We, let's, get, let's get back up there. Uh, Adi, me, I, I, I blanked on this kid's name. What's his name oh, again? That's, I'm that's not with you guys. I'm at the house. Yeah, we, we, just walked, we walked back. Oh, you walked back. Uh, yeah, and then, uh, then I looked back over my shoulder and said, it's good to own land. Look, and we, we found, we, we, I got this, this test tube. I want to, I want to see what the substance is inside of it. Muda will tell you. He says that a serpent person poisoned the well with his venom. Okay, well then we gotta. We're looking for probably something like cobra venom. Well, just let's ask check. Muda. Uh, Muda, let's ask the. Odd. Let's this ask the big machine. Field. I bought this fucking machine all the way from uh, New York because I want to play with it. Let well, me we, play we with it. We brought this kid all the way from the death tents down by the freaking. All right. Well, he can confirm that it's lizard man. I still want to know what this stuff is, so we can counteract it. Test it, and, and the then fucking machine. 
and then test a little bit of the poison I have in this vial, see if it's the same. What's that poison? The poison from the last um, lizard people in, in uh, people. He, he knows about them. Yeah. He saw them. He told us about them. What was the bomb? What was the explosion? That's why we were saying to let's get back over there. Well, you go to you'll find out what the explosion is. I'll take care of this. You really don't Shh. want to go back over there, do you? No, I, I've got stuff to do, dude. Open one of those little dishes, and I put my knife and I put a couple drops of the poison in the petri dish, so you can oh. see if it's the same strain. Why the fuck is Shapiro? He's there with the with the analyzer with you. All right. Well, let's do this. Okay. Here, Muda, you stay with Adi. So we're gonna leave the kid with you, and uh, we're gonna. You want to cruise with? You want to cruise back over, Gerhard? We we have to. Yeah. How long does this thing take to analyze, Shapiro? He, the book didn't say. No, it, it depends on what you're trying to analyze. Right. Uh, certain substances can be identified quicker than others. It really depends on what what you've got. I you don't know. All right, let's check it. You're checking the serpent person venom first or the remnants of what's in the test tube? Uh, test tube first. Okay. All right. In which case, he starts it running. Uh, it's gonna, that is going to take about half an hour. To run. All right. I'll go with you guys. It's got a half an hour. Can we pause for just a second? Have I gotten like extremely close to the camera to you guys? No, you, you shrunk just a second. And now you came back. Do I look normal? You're normal now. Okay, sorry. You? My like to me, it looks like I am just dwarfing the whole screen. Just yeah, I, th I thought you got bigger. It might be yeah. slightly bigger, but before it went like it framed. Right, I was I, I I was trying to like it did some auto adjustment, so I told it to go back, and then it shrunk really. So sorry, I'm screwing up all your editing. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Like, just, just to me, yeah. I just look like I'm taking up the whole frame. No, you look fine now, okay. don't you? If, if I look fine to you guys, then that's excellent. But just to me, it looks like it like yeah, way it. zoomed in on me. Like I wouldn't ask him out or nothing, but he's all right. <laughs> all right, let's let's take it from. Uh, uh, all right, uh, I got a half an hour before this thing's going to be ready. Let's go. All right. Hey, so you you leave Shapiro with the with the analyzer. I'm going through, um, waiting for the results to finish on the uh, test tube sample. Yeah. And the rest it's of like it came from, came from over there because you the dust, the dirt, dust cloud in the air. Yep. Um, your friendly Aberdeen driver is still um, still in the uh, still behind the wheel, and says, uh, "Heading over there." Yeah. Okay, I think that's where those graves were. Back to the uh, survey camp then. Of which, when you arrive, that's about the point when Connor is dragging back this uh, somewhat unconscious humanoid, part dog, part man thing with hooves. Back in the fence. I, I found Gerald, the new girlfriend. It's not a lizard. I run instantly, jump out, and run over to it. Oh my god! Uh, first of all, then can I have Sam checks for everyone that's looking at it, and then follow that up with Cthulhu Mythos if you've got it. Holy crap, I'm afraid of this thing, apparently. Nope, I actually passed by one point. Uh, zero, eight for the, the sound check, but I did a 97 on the Cthulhu Mythos, so. Yeah, I failed oh. my Cthulhu Mythos. 
Yeah. On the one hand, then, not terrifying, but also no fucking idea what the hell it is. I, I feel like we've seen one of these before, though. Actually, yeah, Johnny does recognize this. You remember that um, handkerchief and that blade that you uh, took from a certain person who isn't here? I do. Yeah, this is looking very familiar. Hey, I've seen these before. I've seen this. You've before. seen these things before? Yeah, so is your brother. Oh. Oh, I'm so glad he was so open with me. Like, what the act? Like, so your, your brother's been to Borneo before? If I remember right, now you got to remember this was a lot of stuff has happened between then and now, but these things eat what I, I think they're cannibal. I don't know if you'd call them a cannibal, being that they're not really human, but from what I saw, it looked like they were just eating chopped up human bodies. Well, the, we, um, I decided to booby trap a corpse. That and this thing came to sense. collect it. Well, that makes sense then. So the scavengers. Yeah. Well, There's a lot of alive. animals that eat dead bodies. But That's... he was underground? It was they it was digging underground. We we dug down and found these tunnels. Right, right. And it well, figured kept... they were very orderly taking these things, so it was like, well, why not booby trap the guy that tried to puke all over? Oh, that's solid. That's a and solid so, you know, yeah, so you know, the, it exploded. Um yeah, we saw I heard something that. scrambling away and I heard whimpering off in the woods and I put two to two together, hopped the fence, and right. lo and behold, I found this. You could you could see from the claws that it's a digger. I mean it's on it's made for well, digging you, you, can, you can tell by the survived grenade blast and the bullet wound in its back from a forty five that this thing is one tough son of a bitch. So like are the natives fucking dogs or what? Well, speaking of, speaking of that, Connor, uh, do we want it to? It, it's not dead yet. Here, here's right. your bullet oh, no. back, and I throw the bullet at Connor. Not throw it at him, like toss it to him. You, you can see Gerhard's leaning over the, um, leaving over the body, um, trying to patch it up. Uh, you might have missed my last message to you. Can you give me the? Uh, oh, I didn't see that. Just exactly on my look. Okay. Yeah, um, it starts coming round. Got to tie it up. What the are you? What are you doing, Gerald? Fixing it. He's a fixer. He fixes shit. He's fixing this thing. I, I'm going to put my hand on Connor's gun and say, "Please don't shoot it. Let's find out from what what we can before you shoot it in the face." All it's right, people, but if it tears you your face off first because you're fondling with my gun, can we it tie eats, it up? It, it eats people. Just. I don't know if you guys got that memo, but yeah, yeah, no, I people. heard you. Apparently, our good, um, our good German friend here didn't. Uh, now I'm going to try and bind its wrists, but at the same time, I'm saying in every language I could think of, "Relax, we're try. I'm trying to help you," and I'll just keep repeating it in every language I, that I know. Always. Um, the main thing you get then, as you're the one that's pretty much closest to it while you're binding it, is that as it's been coming round and as you, um, it's catching little bits of what you're saying, you can see in its one eye that's still intact, um, it understands English. You speak English, and I'm gonna put like uh, my canteen up to its mouth. Yeah, he just he just nods, 
and looking down its its wrists are still the rest of it's still fairly limp and it just sort of resignedly uh breathes and says i'm not a threat you don't have to worry about me don't don't gerhard don't it, mm. if it speaks english it's probably human or was human which means it could have contracted whatever the rest of these people contracted and if you drink out of your canteen after it drinks out of its canteen you're gonna well, catch the shit I, I don't know this thing's been eating these corpses I, apparently and it's I still poured, alive i poured i don't put you know like i well, we can't tell if it's lost any skin because you blew half of it off. Hey, listen. I'm not blaming you. I'm just saying. I'm just stating facts. Its flesh has been blown from its being. So we can't tell if it was from your detonations or from this... Um, right, because the people's skin falls off. Oh, well, that's lovely. Gerhard, ask him, who, ask him what his name is if he, he used to be human. Oh, wait, he speaks English. You understand me? Sir, what's your name? Long time ago, it used to be Lawrence. Pleasure to meet you, Lawrence. Sorry we have to meet under these circumstances. I think I need to do a sanity roll. <laughs> Pass. Yeah, I'm not. What, what are you doing? Uh, you know, grave robbing underground. It kind of looks, focuses with you with, with its one eye. Do you have a use for the dead? Apparently how, did, do. how did you become this way? It's, you can see the corner of its uh, tooth, uh, toothy mouth grins in a smile. There's, let's just say maybe I read one too many wrong books and went places in dreams that only certain beings are supposed to go. You've been to the dream world too. The barrier between worlds has been thin for a long time. It's one of the reasons why we congregate here. Passage between here and the dreamlands is much, much easier. You, you know of these things? Are you a dreamer? I'm new at it, but yes. You say there's a gateway here? Well, there's gateways everywhere, but it's more that the barrier between the worlds, the realms physically, is weaker here. Okay, that's cute, but is there like a literal hole between them around these parts? Well, the doll came through a few days ago. It seemed to eat its way straight through the barrier between this world and the next. Say that again. Oh, what? You can give me a mythos check on that name if you want. We had these big winged faceless creatures. A 26 attack. is no good. I found that also. Uh, you said you said a doll, like like a little little with with blonde hair, and it it cries and its eyes open and close when you flip it upside down. Doll, 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 doll. The hell's a doll? They are uh, they're rather unpleasant. But this one apparently ate its way through, and at least a lot of a lot of other creatures came through with it. Even part of the uh, the enchanted wood seems to have, the enchanted forest seems to have overlaid with part of the forest further up the mountain. We've been here for decades, picking off the the, the remains of the locals who then bury their dead. But recently, we we've had a tremendous feast, and it seems so. that this is a. Uh, 
this is something that maybe has been attracted by it. I don't know. But we know that ever since the dole came, people have been dying in significantly bigger numbers than they have been previously. So why it's, would one of these dole things want to eat its way here? I don't know. As, as far as I was aware, they kept to the Vale of Panath. They were always below in the, the depths of the underworld of the dreamlands. They, they've never made an incursion to the waking world as far as I, as far as I know. Are, are you telling me that you only eat the dead? He looks at you a little bit perplexed. Why not? I don't know what I'm saying. Are you a monster that attacks living people and eats children and shit? Or do you just eat dead people? They have to end up dead sometime. But you're like a scavenger. The, you eat that. You, you eat some available. Yeah, I mean, oh. your, your eyes look particularly tasty, and you do have some quite uh, quite tender flesh there. But you are unfortunately very much still moving. So well, I, I, I moisturize. Uh, you're, not, you're not quite on my uh, menu as yet. I mean, he has a point. When's the last time we ate a living chicken? Oh, you had to put it that way, didn't you? Now I'm going to have a real hard time eating anything. Oh, my God. Yep, we all eat dead things, don't we? Hey, listen, uh, Lawrence, is that what you said your name was? Yeah, yeah. See any of the snake people running around lately? Snakes? Yeah, snake people. Snakes with arms and legs. About the AI. The Natal. No, it shakes his head. No, no, we've mostly been, we've taken the bodies that we found either here or from, there's a plantation a couple of miles up the road where they have a large open pit that we've been able to lift a few corpses from. But um, we, we take them back up to our warrens. They've got a nice citrus taste to them. You're the warrens? There's more of you nearby? There's a community of us here. Like I said, we've been here for decades because the barrier between worlds has always been thin here. I, I, I'm thinking that they that this is a natural part of this part of the world, and we just don't know about it. But these things are all right. Thanks for, all for your science and, and philosophy, there, Adi. But we've got to, how deep are these uh, these warrens? Well, they go down a fair way. We like to keep out of the way of the surface folk. And generally, the deeper you go, the, the weaker the barrier, and the easier it is to cross over into the dreamlands. Have you noticed anything unusual in the past week once they blew part of the mountain down? I think you oh. mentioned the the great feast of corpses there, Gerald. Right. And yeah. um, the, the doll came after an explosion. Okay. Look, there's something... There's got to be some weakness in the barrier up with a mountain where they exploded and that's caused the problem. I mean, now I'm talking magic shit. Great. But look, what if there was a serpent person as part of the survey team and they did this intentionally? That's an interesting idea. Either that that's or they were way in the wrong idea. place at the wrong time. But them blasting and all this happening, it feels a little too much to be a coincidence. They go back Especially up and see. if they filled me in on the serpent person poisoning the well. Let's, let's go see. Let me go see and find out what uh, what Shapiro's come up with on this uh, on the substance. Right, but we should prepare to head 
head towards the dig site. What are we going to do with him? Uh, with good old Lawrence here? I don't know. I think he's okay. I think just let go. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the more of these things he eats, the less the shit gets back in the water. Um, um, I feel kind of sorry for him. Lawrence, look, uh, we think that the shit's about to hit the fan if you guys want to get your buck out of here. Yeah, you I really would... messed him up pretty bad. Hey, uh, can you do a... F- Do you know of any... Can you get anywhere really fast that's really, really deep and out of the way, Lawrence? Well, he, he looks at you and kind of his one eye narrows a bit. Well, I can go back to the, the Warrens and we can pass over into the Dreamland. It's almost an open door now. Okay, but so is there somewhere over there that's... Um, I don't know, remote... If some sticks of dynamite, he just said the deeper you go, the closer you get to the dreamlands. If some sticks of dynamite opened up a hole, what would this thing open? No, but uh, what I'm saying is if you know somewhere on the other side, Adi, that's even deeper than here, you might be able to help us. Why don't you just take this thing, take the fish to the dreamlands and let it go? Yeah, look, because, hey, Lawrence, uh, we got ourselves a little bit of a problem. I think... What kind of problem? And I think it's a problem for both of us. So um, one person that came with us decided to bring a cute little device that's going to summon something called Cthulhu here and torch everything in like a 10-mile radius. Uh, that kind of gets rid of your whole feast. Um, all the corpses, you know, kind of just go gone. It's kind of a bit of a problem. No more food for you guys. If you're on the surface when that happens, you're kind of dead. So, you know, if you could do us a solid and maybe dispose of it somewhere in the dreamlands. Do you want to give me a slide roll? Uh, I don't. We might Pers- need that thing to cleanse the Persuade society. is not my strongest. I'm thinking. Got a lot of intimidate, but not persuade. Here we go. <laughs> okay. 20. I'm going to spend 18 points to lock the pass. Screw this. Okay. Well, I think the thing that clinches it, it's the end of the buffet. Uh, the buffet yeah. of the century is pretty much how they're seeing it. Uh, he looks, or he it looks at you and looks around each of you and finally back to Connor and says, if you promise that you'll let me go and you'll let me go in peace, I can take take this thing for you and I can take it, I can take it back to the Warrens and get it down as deep as I can. I think we need it to get rid of the doll, maybe. But we already got him going to take it now. Just let him take it. We can get rid of the doll another way, I'm sure. It's just a a doll, right? I have no idea what the hell a doll is. So I'm not scared of it. I think the real key is finding the inner knight here. Look, here's, here's how I see it. As cold as it is, we get the inner knight we kill them. If they're behind this, we stop that. This place is going to be thin no matter what we do. The disease will eventually burn itself out. If the quarantine goes away, our cool friends will eat up all that bad material, which we, which we were worried about. So they get rid of the bomb and look clean up the mess. Not much we can do about that. Yeah. Clear the internet out of here and boom. I know. We're lot. back in New York before my milk goes bad. Do you know of any... Um humans that are in the caves anywhere? No, the, the only 
the only ones that were near came to investigate when the when the enchanted forest started to overlay um, there hasn't been any human incursion since all right i i cut his his uh binding yeah. it's, it's in which case his clawed hands gonna flop back down to his side he is still pretty weak after having been shot in the back and half blown up so before you go lawrence what do we call you what are you you're not human anymore well according to the uh the book that i read a long time ago well, the book was called cult de ghoul and i think uh ghoul is as accurate description as any wait well, hmm. listen I, I feel well you know we met uh rather unfortunately yeah, you did try to kill me. That's yeah, normally very yeah, yeah, unfortunate. Yeah, you know, generally not not the greatest. But hey, look, um, if you could point us to where you want to go, we could take you in the truck. He, he points back over towards the back of the dig site, or the, the survey camp, um, to where the chain link fence was, where he was running, and says so that that path. Well, there's a path through the forest which would take you back to the Warrens. I doubt you could get a truck up there. Alright. Go. You can go. I wish you well. A fish. Yeah, yeah, we're giving them... Yeah. We have the fish with us? I guess we okay, you're giving him the half round device. Yeah. Yep. Okay. In um, which case he takes, it, um, he takes it under one arm and he starts heading off into the forest with it. You know, limping away. So either I have solved the problem or I have screwed all of us. <laughs> no, or he could take I have that done to some... One extreme that, or the other. <laughs> he could take it to a major city someplace and have a feast of feast of feast. No, but, you know, but see, it's going to... I told him <laughs> it would destroy everything. Like, burn everything. No more. That's not... Did we tell him not to fuck with it? Just to take it and set it down somewhere? And are they we, a curious we, we did it. We didn't lawyer him. We didn't write out a conflict. You will not tamper with. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm we sure didn't give a clear a set idea. of instructions, Johnny. Are, are the are the ghouls a curious people? I don't know. And and he seemed really concerned about this doll coming through. What do we got to worry about? Something. I, about? I don't think so, he seemed awfully concerned about it because to him it just gave him the meal of a lifetime. Well, whatever. And now he's going to go take care of our little explodey bomb problem. We didn't so get a clear. I mean, we didn't get a clear picture either. Maybe it's a. The size of a dog, or, or the size of a cat, or, or the, size the size of a freight of a, train, or the horse. size of you know a moon. I don't know. Well, I don't think it's the size of a freight train. That's kind of big for That's an awful lot of questions. I feel like we did a good thing just now. Hey, listen, there. Yeah. Like, do you remember those that pass that I saw through the woods? I mean, something massive was trekking its way through the forest. So, you know. oh, it's that big. We're gonna find it. It's gonna be like whoa. Yeah. Remember the giant snake. Oh, That's good. Yeah. But now, hey, listen, Johnny, if the ghouls are curious people and they're going to tinker with it and kill us all, I'm not going to really worry about that too much because if they do, yeah. we won't have to worry about that for long. So You know, you're right. You're it's right. it's right. out of our hands now. Okay, so what's next? Wait, I got to go back and find out what I want to play with my machine. Hey, you know what? Uh, you, I, I would rather find the snake people that are like, you know, trying to kill all of humanity first, and then there'll be plenty of time after they're all dead to let you play with your little machine. 
Does that sound good to you? No. The machine could offer us some sort of clue as to where to locate them. Who knows? Well, can we grab the maps and whatnot from the uh, survey while we're here? That way we can kick back in the farmhouse or in the plantation house. Oh, by the way, Connor, we've got a plantation house. Don't worry about the tents. Um, you're welcome. And we can sit up there and look over these overlays and get an idea and a nice lay of the land. Plus, Muda back there, or Muda, uh, the kid's a wealth of knowledge. He knows these caverns. Okay. We don't need a cavern. But, but first, before we leave, we might want to examine all the last living people of the survey team. See if anybody's missing. Let's try to see if any of them were actually snake people. Sounds a little paranoid. Yeah. However, yeah. I think we, we should learn. just check all the survey people. See if any of them are secretly, you know, wearing from a what, little something, something. And from uh, what you said that Muda said, the one that threw the stuff into the well wasn't disguised. Oh, he was just open, openly snake. All right, enough speculation. I'm going to go find out what, what's up with the, the, the goo. Well, he's going back. I want to speculate a little more. You know, right. you know, Gerald, if your Listen. girlfriend was lost for a long time in the Streamlands, I wonder if other snake people were lost there too when they made their way back through when the gate exploded. Possibly. They might, not e they might even know how to manipulate it. Like that's yeah, how they I, I still it. think that they caused it personally, but you know. And they're here. They threw stuff into the well, so and I have a I really enjoy shooting them, so I would I would like to find them as soon as possible, at least. Well, as you've got Connor and he's talking about shooting things again, Abaddon is pretty much silent as he drives the uh, the truck back to the plantation, quaking in his boots as he does so. Um, comes to a stop at the same point as before, so this is the first time then Connor gets to see the, uh, the little shanty town that's built up here, the sea of tents, of which now about half are empty. Hmm, lovely, lovely, lovely uh, little place here. Yeah. And there's a plantation house off to the left-hand side, slightly further up the slope. Um, heading inside, you can see the viral analyzer, it's easily in the half hour at this point. Um, is where you left it. A bit difficult to move the six foot cube otherwise. Um, it looks like it's finished doing its run and you can see that there's um, several of the large manuals have been opened on the floor um, to a couple of different pages, um, to several pages. Um, but Shapiro is nowhere to be seen. I'm just going to call out Shapiro. What about Muda? Uh, Muda is in, uh, is actually outside on the front um, the front porch. Yeah. Muda, where'd Shapiro go? Uh, in, inside, I believe. He, ha he hasn't come out. Oh, yeah. I'm going to start looking around inside for Shapiro. And I'm going to uh, look and see what pages are open. And uh... okay, um, the pages are open at a few cross-referencing um, sections. One of them is an identifier, so it shows what the substance is. And then another of the manuals is open on what seems to be, um, it's not a cure per se, but it's some kind of compound that it looks like you could mix up fairly quickly um, to do a, like a field test. 
the first one isn't so good, um, but it does describe that, yes, this thing is the Yellow Death. Um, in fact, this is pretty much a slightly diluted, because it's been in the water supply, um, slightly diluted form of the raw bioweapon itself. So this looks like this is point zero where ground zero where it was the contamination originally was, uh, was made. It goes through the various um, stages of how the um, disease and the bioweapon works. Um, it ain't pretty. Um, you start off with there are three stages of infection. Um, once you have contracted it, uh, within the matter of an hour after contamination or after an hour of infection, you are contagious, but don't show any signs of being contagious. So anyone that's walking around that could be, uh, you would think as being potentially healthy, might be a carrier. Uh, 24 hours after that, you start to show symptom, uh, symptoms of what would normally be infectious hepatitis. Um, so vomiting, diarrhea, uh, jaundice, and so on and so forth. When you get to stage three, 24 hours after that, that's where it starts getting real messy. Um, those of you that walked uh, down through the tent saw some of the things that can be done uh, to the body. Uh, the flesh flying up, well, sapping off yellow, yellowing bones, uh, the buboys under the arm, uh, rotting from the inside out, uh, almost walking around. The, the disease uh, just kills higher brain function and then prompts the body to just go in perpetual motion. It wanders around as a good vector to then spread itself further. Um, and others that claim that one paragraph that does seem a little weird that it says it can give you visions or hallucinations. Well, if it's just damaging the brain by shutting down a higher brain, yeah, it's going to cause that stuff. So, but there's, there's something here that, that looks like it could be a possible antidote or. Um... It's a stopgap. Uh, the first one is a source by which, um, a compound which you can add to uh, water or put on someone's tongue that can test to see if they are in fact infected. Ah. Um, if you drop it onto the tongue and the tongue turns yellow, then they're at least in stage one. Um, okay. If it's in later stages, it'll become more blatant that they've got it. But you can at least detect people that then have got it in the very early stages. Uh, you can also put it in contam potentially contaminated samples, and it will, for instance, if you wanted to test the water supply, you could put a drop into a bucket and it would turn it yellow or it would remain clear. If it mm. remains clear or the tongue doesn't change colour, then they're not infected. The second formula that it presents is only something that will delay the effects. It's not a cure, but it means that you can um, stop them effectively at the end of stage one um, by making them also not infectious for up to seven days. But after that point, they skip straight to stage three. After that, they've only got 24 hours left to live. There is a note at the very end of that section where it says the only cure would be hybridization. And that's, ah. it, just says, it just says the word hybridization. Hmm. Well, let me at least get, get some of this compound ready to, uh, to be able to test and see if any of us are infected. And, uh, I highly suspect uh, that Connor, that um, that Johnny might be immune. But we'll I see. was just about to ask that last part. Said hybridization. Yeah, you might end up that you're the only one who survives this whole thing because you're immune. Um, we'll all survive, Adi. 
Yeah, you want to be half lizard? Maybe. Um, it's not that bad I mean, of a way to I mean, live. unfortunately, if somebody were to say fall ill to this, one of us. So where the fuck is Shapiro? The, you said the thing, I'll go look for him in a second, but if, if we have the thing that will delay it for seven days, it's enough time to get back to, maybe it's enough time to get back to, to Bolivia to get zapped by whatever zapped. Johnny. I wish we could have gotten in contact you with Queenie. The, because You guys broke the zapper. You guys did. I was under control of a snake person at the time. Hey, so I'm working on it. Who cares who broke it? I smashed it. Also, that uh, what Tyranny showed was that was only partial hybridization that you underwent right. being hit by this thing. All right. Um, you guys, find Shapiro. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll go find Shapiro. Okay. Uh, you can give me your choice of, of spot hidden or luck. Uh, spot hidden at this point. My luck preserves have been greatly depleted. Spot hidden 38 is a pass. Okay. Uh, you start looking around the house, uh, at which point you do run across um, Kazim as he comes down from uh, comes down from upstairs, and inquiring what's the what's all the commotion about? Uh, where's Shapiro? He was downstairs in the uh, with that box of yours. Last I saw him. No, he's not there now. Then um, he must have got. He must have left. I do a psychology on him. Yeah, you can roll it. Uh, 86 is a fail. Uh, he just seems disinterested. It's probably yeah. the best way, uh, best way to read him. Uh, you probably end up uh, leaving him to then search the rest of the house. Yep. And you, you come to what seems to be uh, the toilet or lavatory. Uh, when you open it up, there is a remarkable coppery smell that suddenly hits you in the face that you are very familiar with. And find there is just this pile of goo-covered and slightly flesh-covered bones all piled up near the, um, near the toilet. What the hell? Uh... Hey, Adi. Yeah? I found quite the sample for your little machine. Oh, where are you? Over this way. Oh. Are you in the toilet? What the fuck? I think I found Shapiro. I kind of step out of the way and... Mm -hmm. I, well, as I, as I come, as I peek over your shoulder and I put my hand on your shoulder and I lean into your ear, I see... Have you considered that some reptiles can camouflage themselves like chameleons and blend in with the background? We might not be alone. Um, holy, you think he dissolved? Oh my God! On, on particularly on that mention, uh, you can give me mythos roll. Yeah. No. Yeah, I feel mine too. Hmm. Okay. Do you think this is the aftermath of a snake person taking somebody's skin? No. Well, maybe it's what happens to the person. Yeah, maybe. Well, maybe Suddenly, hell of a lot of the rest of it is gone as well. Um. I keep your eyes open for any kind of strange 
visual anomaly like the sofa moving or something and it's and I'm we, afraid, should, we should tell the others because I don't think Shapiro was in here alone yeah but look maybe your maybe your precious little toy will tell us maybe your precious little boy toy toy your box your giant box Mola. we can hear you down here The kid was the only one here with him. Um, yeah, let's see what we can figure out. So if there's residue, I'll, I'll get some. And if it turns out to Think be... Think of Kazim's down here. Like, it's his house, but is there anything that looks like it would be special to him down here? Uh, yeah, if you have a look around, uh, there's... Probably actually above the one above the fireplace. There looks like there's an urn. Oh shit! Gerhard. Yeah. Keep an eye on me, will you? Uh, I'm gonna grab the urn, barehanded. Roll the psychometry. Thirty-seven on ninety-three. Mm -hmm. And it's a cheap one. It's a one. Uh, 1d6 plus 1, or 1d6 plus 4, so 5. Okay. That was a bargain. <laughs> yeah, you, um, you catch that this evidently is, uh, contains the remains of his wife. So it is, uh, it is a urn full of ashes. Um, you catch great sorrow. You also catch a somewhat hardening of his character. Um, that ever since his wife died, that he is uh, very much a much more callous and darker person than he used to be. But there's no malicious, hostile, or otherwise what you would think of someone who's clued in on the kind of stuff that you're encountering. He's not. He just seems to be a normal normal guy that has had tragedy hit his household and that he is that he's still living here with the memory of it. Wonderful. So no, no warning flags. I'll, I'll put the burn at the left. I will put the urn back above the fireplace. You got anything? Nah, Kazim's clean. It's not him. He's just an asshole. The kid? No, the owner of the plantation. No, no, I mean, maybe we should look at the kid next. Man, that means I have to touch the kid. Like, and he, if he's going to know that I'm, if it's, if he's, you know what I mean? Yeah. If that's the if he's the snake man, it doesn't make sense because he freaked out when he saw my hand. Maybe you could pull a thread off of his clothing. Does he have long hair? It's longish. Kind of a long shot. But uh hey uh hey there, Muda. Muda. Yeah? Come in here a second. Hey, he climbs up the stairs and comes back in the front door, looks kind of tentatively, tentatively around as if he's pretty much thinks he shouldn't be in here. Nah, it's cool. Come on in. You didn't, you didn't see where Shapiro went? And I hand him another piece of candy and I kind of like give uh, Angel the, the wink. Oh. Yeah, he he said that he was gonna. it was going to be a while for this. He kind of looks at the analyzer of this thing to do what it was doing. Um, he said he'd be back in a few minutes and he went off and he points in the direction of the toilet 
um, it took he he was in there a, a while. Uh, when he came back, he said the, for me to go get some air and that he would call if, if he needed me, and that was the last I saw of him. Oh, Muda, Muda, stay still. Stay very still. He goes like a statue. Stay very still. I'm just going to reach up, and I'm going to get like a little like a little tuft of his hair, mm-hmm. and I'm going to pull my knife, and I'm going to cut it off. And I'm going to hold it in my hand real fast. I said, I, I'm, now, Muda, I just saved your life. There was a bohemian rap spider on your head. I'm not going to open my hand because they do jump. His jaw just drops. You're good. You're fine. You're fine. Enjoy your candy. Enjoy your candy. I got to go get rid of this, though. No, I don't. Yeah, you're good. You're good. You're good. You don't want to go with me. Scampers away. Perfect. All right. Give me one second here. Uh, 68 on 93. So that's a pass on the psychometry. It's a little more expensive. Uh, three plus four. Oh, uh, seven. Okay. Boop. Let's see what the kid's all about. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you're pretty much constant and you constantly concentrate in on his most recent memories that correspond to what he was telling you. And the one thing that stands out that he didn't mention, but that you see when you concentrate is that, yeah, you see Shapiro kind of dabbing his forehead, everything looking a bit worse for wear. It's almost like he's gone slightly pale and as if he wants to go and throw up. Um, evidently not doing well in the heat. Um, says, I've got to go and use the, uh, the restroom. I'll be back in a few minutes. Um, he pretty much tells Muda, don't touch anything. And then he wanders off. And then probably only about two or three minutes before you turn, uh, you returned back here. He come, he comes back out of the um, out of the bathroom or from somewhere in deep in the house. He basically comes back into this room, uh, looking much more peaky. His skin's uh, gone nice and dry. There's nothing. Um, there's no hint of any sickness or wanting to vomit. Um, and he says in a quite cold, almost emotionless manner compared to what he previously um, how he previously addressed the kid. He just says, you you can go outside now, I'll call you when I need you. And the kid then goes, oh okay, and wanders outside and does as he's told. Uh, the last thing he heard is that it seemed like uh, Shapiro was then leaving the room going back deeper into the house. And that's when pretty much your, um, your vision fades. Mm. So might it be somewhere deeper in the house? Oh, you guys are back from the bathroom. Uh, yeah. So, all right, Shapiro's somewhere here, but it's not Shapiro anymore. Well, yeah, Shapiro's skin is somewhere. The rest of him is uh, piled up in the bathroom. Oh no! So you sure um, it's Shap- now you sure it's Shapiro, or could we it think, be, or could it be whoever, whoever this hey, thing was wearing prior? Look, if, if you if you want, I mean, there's I'm sure there's some very I think people are pretty intimate with their bones. If you want to just go grab one of them, I think you can do your little parlor trick. Haters oh. gonna hate, Connor. You uh, we highly suspect that little uh, Moa might be in on it. What do you think? Uh, he's clean. Oh, 
Yeah, he's clean. He's just a kid. However, I'm going to go look for our now uh, walking corpse friend. So I'm going to go start looking. I'm going to stop putting this compound together. You guys, I don't want to be left alone in here. I'll hang out with Gotti. Connor, can you track? Can I track? Wow. It's a bounty hunter. Thanks, Adi. Thank you. Was politely saying, can, can, I, you, can, can, can I track freaking can you track stupid him? linguist not knowing anything? I'm going to go back in the house. I was going to go with you, but I think I'll hang out at the house now. <laughs> <laughs> it, it does not take come along to find out, um, going back to the toilet and then looking around. Um, it does seem like someone left through the back door of the plantation and then goes uh, back down the back steps and out through the back garden. Yeah, I'd like to do a track roll. Yep, uh, give me a roll. A 49 is a pass. Okay. Yep, uh, corresponds with the same kind of shoe build size of Shabiro, and definitely left the house and then went through the back garden out into the tree line and started to ascend the, mount, uh, ascend the mountain to the northeast. And that's towards where all the Everything towards the northeast. Yeah. Very, very nice direction. So I want to go back and relay that information. Oh my god. You know what? By the end of this whole thing, we're going to be in charge of uh, Caduceus. Well, if everybody keeps dying on us, yeah. But hey. Yeah, like when the first guy goes right through the head. And, so we should, well. we should probably, you know, go. I think going that way is a pretty good idea. Um, that way we can get rid of uh, a possible uh, rival for Gerald's girlfriend. How yeah, long will it take me? Another snake person than him. How long will it take me to put together this compound? Oh, it's pretty simple. So maybe no more than ten fifteen minutes. All right. Who wants to find out? If they're infected, yeah, I got a manhandled Lawrence who has been. Apparently, eating all these corpses. So my guess, my guess, and this is just just an uneducated guess, I guess, is uh, if animals that are are designed to uh, eat carrion usually are pretty got pretty good strong immune system. So you might not be a carrier. Let's find out. You want to go first, Connor? Seems uh, like that yep. scene from the movie. <laughs> all right. Uh, I don't know what this is going to taste like, but uh, I'm going to put a drop on your tongue. Okay, open wide, and because Connor admittedly was closest to the poor guy who vomited up his internal organs, um, I'm going to ask for a con roll, and I'm going to ask for a hard success. No dice. That is just a regular success. <laughs> Connor's tongue turns yellow. Ah, shit. You still want me to not bother making up that second second stuff? Oh, no, oh, no, boy, no, Connor. no. Please, please. Please Look, do. Regardless of what I found out, we might find out from our friend the Queen what the cure is for this. Who's next? All right, Actually, Johnny. Do, no, do Gerhardt next. 
because he shared a canteen with the the ghoul. All right. Weird, isn't it? Yeah, right. What did it taste it's like? It's actually more like a lemon drop. So it wasn't actually too unpalatable. Oh, wait a second. This is my lemon oil. That's why your tongue turned to <laughs> My mistake. Sorry. All right. He's walking yeah. with the yellow death and you're making ha-ha's. Well, you know, you got to keep your spirits up. Um, he's, he's got 48 hours before his flesh starts to peel. Well, I'll have a weekend for you. I don't know why I'm smiling about that, but it's just... The, it's yeah, you could be that. We could bury you together. The ghouls will take your bodies and have their way with you. Eat your genitals. <laughs> All right, Gerhard, it's your turn. Uh, it's a con check? Yep, now, because this is all dependent on the degree of your contact with anyone that's being infected. Uh, as you um, was said that you had poured your canteen in the ghoul's mouth, but without kind of from a height, so it was right, right. And you haven't said that then you were then drinking from it. I'm only going to ask for a regular check from you. Uh, Twenty nine out of sixty, just shy of a. Oh no, it is. It's a hard. Yeah, <clears throat> hard or better. That's probably regular or better is fine. Uh, your tongue. There's a nice lemony taste to it, but it does not turn yellow. All right, Gerhard, you're cool. Johnny, 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 here it comes. All right, take your medicine. Okay. Can't hear uh, what you're saying. Yeah, you're very nervous. Your, yours is, again, fairly minimal contact you've had. Um, but also, your hand. You can give me a con roll looking for a regular success, but you get a bonus die. We're not hearing anything from you. An 11 on 70. Ah, okay. In which case? It yeah. turned blue. Why did it turn blue? <laughs> it's a nice lemony taste, but yeah, actually probably does have a slightly weird, maybe it's very slightly blue tinge. I think that you're probably immune oh god here we go i haven't touched a damn thing just a bunch of samples the machine analyzing all this crap gloves <laughs> wash my hands constantly visor uh, yeah, water beehive helmet yeah did you wash your hands with the water i washed the with the water the oh that's funny i haven't touched my mouth yeah, you've not ingested it, which is the main thing. All right, do I try to roll? Regular success needed. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I got it by regular. Okay, in which case, the only one that's got it so far is Connor. Oh, Connor, let me get this out of the compound put together so that you can last at least a week. No, that's nice. Thank you so much. Yeah, again, that probably takes about another 10 or 15 minutes. There's detailed instructions, and you've got plenty of supplies with the DC's equipment that's come with you. And it'll keep you from being infecting, infectious for a week. That's nice. Yeah, this, had you carry the bomb? No, I think Lawrence is doing a swell job wherever he's at. And we put all of our faith in a dog man. All right. Hey, look, if, if, <clears throat> if we didn't get rid of the bomb then we'd be still under that precious precious time crunch and we want to have time for all the science of yours so you know all right i've got, I've got the compound here 
swallow this down. It it might not taste as good as the lemon drops, but it'll turn your uh, urine purple. And it'll definitely taste like grape. A chalky grape. It's a bit yeah dry to swallow. I'm gonna have a supply of this stuff so that I can test other people if we need to. But oh yeah, right. this will make it. This will make a good old batch. So you've got plenty. All right, guys. What's our next plan of action? What are we gonna do? The kid. No, look. Let's. I mean, you can do all your village checks, but I think the next real plan of action here, things that are uh, actually kind of matter, I think, is finding where, why that snake person's so interested in returning the spot where all this madness started. So I think oh, we go northeast and up into the caves. I agree, but if the if the kid's coming with us, we need to know if he's infected. Well, what do we need the kid for? He knows the caves. Right. Well, I think they, I think something called a dole kind of ate a hole and they were kind of doing some blasting. So I'm not sure the caves are going to be so recognizable. But if you want to bring the kid, you can take it care of him. All right. That work. It's your responsibility. You do all the babysitting. There's only one way up the mountain. Up. So I, I don't care. Um, well, here I can test him. It takes what, 30 seconds? Yeah. Put the shit in his yeah. tongue. Tell him it's candy. Uh, um, Muda. Muda. All right, Muda. This is medicine. We want to say it tastes good, though. Tastes like lemons. Okay. Um, heading outside because he ran off after the uh, the incident with the uh, the Bohemia spider. Um, All right. He, you see him that he's actually down by the truck where you see Abaddon is also stood outside as well. All right, I'm going to test them both. Okay. Quick roll. Yeah. So you roll two good ones for once. Like two and 18. No, um, they're both clean. All right, you guys will both be glad to know that you do not have any of the disease yet. Get safe. Wrap up. Stop. T don't touch anybody who's infected. Gotcha. No problem. Uh, this is Abaddon speaking now. Um, do you guys want me to do anything or just stay with the truck? Or Yeah, I, mean, I don't think... Away, well, we got to walk, don't we? We can't take the truck up the mountain. Yeah, we'll walk. You can stay. Okay, don't yep. touch anything. Both of you are clean. Don't go poking your nose anywhere. Stay Wait, here. We'll get in the front of the truck and just hang out in there and make sure no one breathes on us, touches on it, uh, touches us or throws up their organs on us. Well, yeah. is, Mula, is Muda coming with us? No, we don't want to put Connor out. So we'll just leave him in the truck. All right. Be sure to crack a window. I don't know if we'll get in yeah. trouble. Yeah, because I mean, do you guess that's, well, I guess with the substance, I'm no longer... Uh... With that chalky, chalky grape goodness, I'm no longer uh, infectious for now. So I was about to make a pointless statement about don't want to infect the kid if he's with me. But hey, guess what? Not a problem. Maybe you could consider writing a letter or something to your brother. What, like a last will and testament? No, like telling him that we didn't kill you. Yeah, that is a good point, actually. 
All right, so we're headed up the mountain. Yeah, walking and talking. God damn, yep. Connor, I'm so sorry you're going to die. Well, you know, I'm not too worried about that just yet. I am going to devote at least 35% of my brain to see if I can work out some ma- ma- way to create a compound that will reverse the effect. Well, you know what? If you make that 65%, I might, I might make that note so Magnus doesn't strangle you while you sleep. Okay, well, I'll do what I can, but 65%, I might just start stumbling over my feet, but all right. Oh, as it said in the, uh, in the book, there is hybridization is apparently the only option that's left. But someone yeah. like an enthusiast must know what that means because it's not listed here. It's definitely a reference to something. Otherwise, it would state what it was in there. Well, the queen definitely was, she was part of the party that wanted to hybridize. So she would probably know exactly what it means, but that's a long way away. But then you've got a week, so there is enough time to get back. Maybe, yeah. Let's solve this problem. Right, so you're all heading up the mountain following Shapiro's tracks. Okay. Uh, After about an hour of walking, you're passing through what is effectively mundane forest. Um, There's plenty of birds here. It's very humid and very hot. Uh, There's plenty of um, low-lying scrub as well. As you get further into deeper forest, slowly the sound of wildlife starts to lessen and disappear. And it becomes almost eerily quiet after a point where there's regular forest around you, but there's just the wind. You can see clouds passing overhead. But no wildlife, or at least no animal life around here. It is eerie, but the tracks just keep on going straight ahead. You'd expect there to be insects and birds and stuff. Everything has retreated back behind you, away from this area. I have my pistol ready just in case. Other than that, it's rather lovely. I'm just checking at this point then, what is everyone armed with? If they've got weaponry that is. My I pistol have two and pistols. my knives. Sorry. Yep, I have two pistols, the whip, and the flamethrower. Mm-hmm. I have my spiders, my ants, and I have a rather rudimentary net gun. Sorry, did you just say spiders and ants? Yeah, you, yeah, you remember the spiders <clears throat> and the ants. Yeah. My little caltrops and my... We haven't seen the oh. spiders yet. All right, so I have a forty-five. my blackjack knife, scepter, just in case. Hey, but don't touch that. I, I'm, I'm in control of the scepter. Gotcha. Okay. And and a flute. Mm-hmm. Indeed. And just in case. Just in case. Yeah. Did I anybody see. wear the flamethrower? I did. Yeah, Connor's got the flamethrower. Okay. Which, if you press on a little further, this is probably coming up to an hour and a half so into your trek up the mountain. The forest ahead of you, the canopy grows remarkably thicker. 
almost the point of it being jungle-esque and the weird feeling you have you have to blink a couple of times to make sure it's not a trick of the light but it seems that even though it's almost completely dark overhead where the canopy completely blocks out the, um, blocks out the sun you can still see that around the base of the trees that are remarkably wider now and more sprawling and the roots almost growing across the ground rather than burrowing into the um, into the soil there is moss which is glowing that there's this blue green eerie glow which surrounds everything and forms this almost ground level lit territory this does not look like a normal forest this is something alien didn't the the ghoul say something about the mythical forest or the enchanted forest the enchanted yeah. forest yeah that's what this is it's still rather lovely was there a fi- was there a definite line of separation between the do it, am i seeing a, a, a where this feels one way and as we pass through it's almost like going through a threshold it does look like a, a very clear line where it is regular forest and then glow and in the interlo- interwoven canopy and it's quite a straight line as well it definitely seems like this is an area of effect that this that you are crossing over a boundary into somewhere different oh what are we just going to cross right in or should you know what do you guys yeah i'm going to walk right in yeah, the tracks go let, straight. Let, let me go first. I'm the one with the terminal die illness. anyway. Yeah, yeah. very good. So that's hey. that works for me. Let him cruise in there. Let him get a few feet ahead of us. I don't, I don't want to just walk into some bullshit, you know. Okay, um, you step on over the threshold. If anything, it feels a little cooler just because the heat of the sun isn't beaming straight down on you because the canopy gives you uh, gives you some shade. And you can hear that further on there is the sound of rustling in the undergrowth and movement in the trees. There definitely is life here, but it's keeping its distance. All right, well, I'm going to just keep going forward and kind of just wave them along. I don't think we're in Kansas anymore. I just don't know. Okay, Um, as maybe after only about another couple of minutes after where you are, uh, you do hear something, what you think is, uh, this is for Connor, um, something fairly large moving up ahead. And this weird sound that almost sounds like a, a kind of sad trumpet. They're almost going, It's the doll. What the hell is a doll? Shut up. Think they make oh, we know it's a sad Enchanted Forest Jazz Band. Everybody just be quiet. Uh, coming across the path in front of you, there is a creature that's about the size of a horse, or somewhere between the size of a horse and an elephant. Um, it's and for those of you that went inside the uh, the office of dear Captain Lancaster back down the mountain, the face looks very familiar. Uh, this is what one of these things would be when it's alive. This kind of Elephant thing. Yeah, human-eared elephant thing that's trumpeting through this mouth at the end of its long, um, long trunk. Um, it's got very intelligent eyes, but it's looking around and there's 
you can see almost this watery glaze over its eyes as it's, it's calling using this kind of trumpety sound. Um, kind of looking one way, looking another. It looks towards you, but doesn't really seem to, um, doesn't seem to do anything. At least nothing hostile anyway. You know, I'm not an animal expert or anything. But, you know, aren't elephants generally with their mothers that are really big? Well, there aren't any elephants in this part of the world, as far as I know. Well, there's this, whatever it is. I don't know. I, this must be something from the dreamlands. I don't know. It just looks it's, it's all sad it, and It's lost. a doll. This must be what he's talking about, a doll. This, this, this ate the barrier into the world, odd. And oh, it's sad little, trumpeting. I'm sure as it came through was the great thoroughfare of I don't know. In fact, uh, Gerhard, as you've got um, the dream law skill, um, you can give me a roll on that or your mythos. Let's see. Uh, I got 24. My mythos is 12. I could spend some luck. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. Now then. Now that you've got the got a good view of this thing up close and personal, you think you you think you remember Tyranish talking about these. Yeah, this is a bupoth. Uh, a this is a bupoth. Um, it's a fairly well. It's not harmless. Um, if it's if it's enraged, these things will charge um, charge at their targets and then try and trample them. Now, somewhere between, as it says, a horse and, ele and an elephant in terms of its size and tactics. Um, but they're generally they're partnered with uh, they're male and female they'll partner for life. Um, there's only one of it here. It I, looks I, like it's yeah. I I put my hands up, uh, guys. It, this is something called a bupuff. They they mate for life. It's probably looking for its partner, but if it's angry, it will trample just like an elephant or a rhinoceros. Well, we, then we definitely shouldn't tell it that its a partner is probably mounted on a wall uh, back in an office. Oh, crap. Yeah, good old friend, Captain uh, Lancaster. You just keep pulling these things out of your ass. I don't know where you're getting this information from. It's like... Been talking to the queen a lot. She introduced me to the dream world. All right, okay. And I told you, books, books. You all left when I went shopping for books. So then what I, the hell's I, a doll? I don't know what a doll is. I did not read anything on that yet. Hmm. All right, so is this thing going to attack us, or do we just go around it? Don't piss it off, I'll tell you that much. Can we pet it? I wouldn't. It's a wild animal. Well, yeah. it's some. It's a bupoth. It is a bupoth. They mate for uh, life. It's uh, rather, rather lovely. It's, it, it's probably I looking for its mate. I froze up for a second. Let's just go around it. Do I, I know just, if they. Oh, I'm sorry. Do I, I know if, what they eat? Yeah, they are flesh eaters, but they're, they're, they're like omnivores, they'll eat anything. These are the size. Yeah, small little things. Yeah. Hmm. Fruit. 
mm -hmm. eyeballs. Plenty, there's plenty of fruit around here. Yeah, and there's uh, at least four sets of eyeballs. If there is some fruit, I'll pick some fruit and roll it up towards it. Okay, yeah, in which case it, it kind of pauses for a second as you get a bit close, and then it, because it looks down at the fruit, looks back up at you with these, if anything, you'd say almost tearful eyes. Oh. Um, takes a little little bite out of the fruit, and then something spooks it. It, it, it. You can see that it goes tense, and then there's this, as it um, blows, there's this trumpeting sound comes from its uh, trunk, and it darts into the um, into the trees. Can I have a listen roll from everyone, please? I want to turn and look the opposite Ooh, direction that 60. it ran. Sixty. I pass right on the dot. Eighty-two. I felt that. I got a nine out of twenty. And Johnny. Eighteen out of thirty-nine. Okay, so three of you then hear it. Unless Gerhardt's got some really high listen there. No, <laughs> uh, no. You're fa you're fairly close to the bupop when it uh, when it does its little trumpet, so maybe that that overrides the rest of the sound. Uh, the others amongst you though can hear something is coming, something big. Um, in fact, with um, odds very uh, low roll, you swear you hear the breaking of trees, like not just uh, twigs and branches snapping, like a tree trunk snapping. Yeah, oh, Connor, you said that you saw some devastation of something big. You hear that? Uh, yeah, I hear it. Oh, uh, I ain't thunder coming this way. I hear trees breaking. You reckon you've got about one to two rounds before whatever this thing is is going to be right on top of you. So what are you doing? Can we figure out what direction it's coming you can, from? You, you can definitely hear where it's coming from. It's the direction that the viewpoint is running away from. Run sideways. Okay, so you're Catch. running away. Run after the bupala. Well, Bupoth is running directly away, but if this thing's fast, it'll catch up. Run sideways. I don't mean run sideways. I mean run, if it's coming this way, run this way. Perpendicular to its path. Right. And the Bupoth will leave a bigger trail, so maybe it'll follow that. Okay, so which one is running out of the way? I'm running uh, out of the yeah. way. Yeah, I'm following Odd and, and, and Johnny. Okay. It sounds like a fucking avalanche coming. And Johnny as well. Yeah, I'll go the same way as uh, go the same way Odd and Gerhardt went. Okay, and Connor. Um. Well. Yep, that seems reasonable. Okay, so you're all heading in the same direction. Yeah. Okay. Um, you are making a fair bit of noise then if you're all running uh, away. I'm going to ask for a stealth roll just to see how much noise it is you make. Eight Six, 63 58. is a pass for me. I got a 20 out of 20. Oh, yeah. Remember, we got luck. <laughs> 35 out of 30, so I'll spend five luck. Okay. In which case, you're able to get out of the way fairly quietly. So when this thing passes by, it doesn't necessarily hear you. Um, it, this thing that passes right in front, um, well, not right in front of you as you pull back, you can see it from a distance um, going along the trail, um, the trail between the trees. This thing is about 20 foot tall, is covered in big, thick, 
black fur has two monumentally huge feet and is roughly humanoid. Its arms, however, are further away from human. Uh, they rise up like normal arms and then they split in two so that it's got four arms with massive claws on the end of each of its talons. And its head opens up like almost like a Venus flytrap as this um, diagonal by a vertical mouth opens and shuts with two eyes either side of its head. Can I have a sand check, please? Jesus Christ, dolls are ugly. Oh, 94. I pass with a 27. I, I, I pass. Never I, would, I never thought I'd say this, but I just passed with a 97. Hey. <laughs> okay. Uh, I pass with a 48. Those of you succeed, remarkably, zero. Uh, those of you that fail, can I have a D8, please? Ouch. Oh, two points only. And I'm going to go and use my uh, ability to burn luck for a sand. Mm -hmm. Good choice. Any other fails? Right. With your successful stealth check, then, um, I'm going to ask for a luck roll from Gerhard to see if your uh, fellow that is gives you an involuntary yelp. Uh, my luck is dwindling. Oh, three. I'm good. Oh. In which case, then, there's maybe a quick kind of clamping of hands over your mouth to make sure that you don't gasp. Um, this thing looks around looking for food. Um, here's the Bupoff. Uh, trumpeting away in the into the forest, and then stalks after it with these loud thumping feet, ripping trees out of the way as it goes off after the creature into the distance. Well, that's not good. Wow, dolls are scarier than I thought they were. Whew, and we thought the other thing was a doll at first. In fact, as, uh, as you've encountered it, or you've seen it, um, anyone with Mythos can give me a roll. 25 is a fail. Uh, 50. Hold on. Anyone with what? Mythos. Uh, Mythos or Dream Roll. Oh. I have I six, know. and I got six. Oh! oh nice. Right. Um, in which case, this may be something that you probably recall from Tyrannish. Uh, saying about the things that she'd encountered in the dreamlands and just some of the random throwaway comments of some of the some of the horrors and horrific creatures that she'd seen. Yeah, I yeah. think that's that's not a doll, that's a gug. Well, I'm pretty sure that's a gug. Didn't Tyrannish say something about a gug? Yeah, but I got distracted admiring her and she could have had like two arms, but there were four arms and a split head like a well, I think I made a joke about a vagina face, but... <laughs> that I remember. I think that's why I started, and then my mind went elsewhere, and uh, I can't even get into it. So then the question is, what the fuck's a doll? And on that question, I think we will leave it there for tonight. <laughs> right. Uh, 
our players included John Byron, Morgan Llewellyn, Jason Nolichok, and myself with Matthew Sanderson as Keeper of the Secrets. I just want to mention, um, Zane is still in our game. Uh, at the moment, he is performing in Auckland, New Zealand, uh, in a production of Les Mis. So he'll be back with us as soon as he's done with that. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.